0: Playful World Ministries presents Guess Who's Coming for Christmas, a five-part audio comedy-drama written by Sandy Brownlee and originally produced for Family Life Network, Kevin Van Buren, producer. Once again, here are your hosts, Sandy Brownlee and her husband. Oh, what's-his-face.
1: So, Jenny, what do you have for us today?
0: (laughs) Well, Sandy, I'm glad you asked me that. You see, on today's episode, the past rears its ugly head. <gasps> which leads to butting heads Ooh. in the present, while buying presents. Meanwhile, the ghost of Christmas husband's pasts haunts the shopping trip. Ooh. And what if mom is having just too much fun?
1: And where does a child get off acting like a parent when he thinks his parrot is acting like a child?
0: Yeah, huh? I mean, yeah. <laughs> And is this Maury more than just a Las Vegas wise guy? Is he actually more like a wise man? Ooh. Let's all find out on episode four of Guess Who's Coming for Christmas? Ho ho ho! Merry Christmas! Thank you, miss! You're welcome, Merry Christmas! Ho, 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 ho! Share some joy at Christmas! Thank you, sir! Ho, ho, ho! Help a poor family for Christmas! Ho, 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 ho! Thank you, little girl! And what would you like for Christmas? I just want
1: everybody to be happy!
0: Oh, I'm sure they will be, sweetie! Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! Christmas. Ho, ho, ho! And what about you, sir?
2: Oh, go jingle your bell somewhere else, Scrooge!
0: Ho,
3: ho, ho! Carrie, where were you? I've been here for half an hour! trying to find a gift. And? And nothing. Your mom was easy. I got her a nice sweater and some slacks. But Maury... Ugh, oh, I haven't a clue. Do we have to? Un- yes. I looked at socks, aftershave. What about a I, wallet? They're all pigskin. Oh, I know. Maybe a watch.
2: He doesn't need a watch. He has my father's, remember? Oh. Uh, right. Well, I have a few ideas from Maury. Don't start. No, really. I have a few ideas. I, I figured since he's... You know, a comedian.
3: Uh, get him something religious? No, something funny, you know. Comedian? Oh! Comedian? Well, that's the spirit, Gary, but where do you find something for a Right comedian?
2: here, the Punchline Novelty
3: Shop. It's a good thing you're doing, Gary.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Good <laughs> grief! I mean, he's a really nice man. Oh! Quick, oh, oh, <laughs> quick! now where was i
2: nice man
3: oh yeah he's a nice man and i don't know he he really made me start thinking about some things he's a smart old guy you know (laughs) even if he isn't a cult you said it wasn't a cult
2: (laughs) it's not a cult caroline at least i don't think it is
3: oh what in the world does that do
2: i don't think i want to know so maybe we should just look around
4: A priest and a rabbi walk into a supermarket. Huh? (laughs) Mom,
1: Maury, what are you doing here? Having the time of our lives. You won't believe the things we found. Uh, Like this Mr. Entertainment. Thank you, and be sure to tip your wings. But not too far, they'll fall over. (laughs) that—that that, It's its a portable rim shot. You're wonderful. You're marvelous. Where have you been all my life? Oh, me? Oh, rim shot. <laughs> Mom, please. Would you keep it down? Oh, better turn it off, Maury. We're embarrassing the children.
4: Oh, <laughs> not a problem. We'd better get back anyway and keep an eye on your turkey. Let's see. Oh, it's 12 o'clock already. Nice watch. Well, thank you. My Maddie gave it to me.
2: See? I told you it was Dad's watch.
1: Uh, well, shall we go? Uh, wait a minute. Where's Ray?
3: Raymond? Uncle Raymond! Is he in the car?
1: No, co- he's not in the car either. Joy to the world, the Lord Mother, Lordy. please! Come on, Gary, get into it. It's the birthday of the Messiah. Mom, your brother is missing. Oh, he's probably watching sports in the electronics store or something. you will find him. Wait a
3: minute, I just remembered where he is. He's getting some football player's autograph.
1: Right, I'll go. No,
3: I'll go get him. You load the car.
1: But, Gary... Carrie... world. Oh. I've got enough room in your car because we have plenty of trunk space no, in our no, car. I can take care of it, Mom. Well, suit yourself. Oh, isn't it a glorious day? It's freezing. Of course it is. It's Christmas. Oh, remember how you and your dad used to go to that tree farm to get the tree? Yes, Mom. I haven't forgotten anything about Dad. Oh, you'd be gone for hours because your father had to have the perfect tree. <laughs> Heaven forbid it should be an inch too high or an inch too short, <laughs> remember? I remember. And it had to be exactly in the center of the picture window. Oh my, that man was picky. <laughs> he just wanted things to be right, Mother. Ah, <sighs> that he did, son. That he did. Oh, uh, let me borrow your scraper. I want to get some of this snow off my windshield. Here, uh,
2: let me help you with that.
1: Nonsense! I'm not that old. (laughs) Anyway, remember that one year I tried to get him in a snowball fight?
2: Yes, Mother. (laughs) He
1: wouldn't even come out of the house, bless his heart. What are you doing? Making snowballs. now wait a minute, Mom. (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. Mom! (laughs) Mom! some back at me! No, wait! Mom! Mom, (laughs) don't! Don't! Mom! Knock it off! Sorry. I I was just trying to help What's
2: wrong with you? Now, just you wait a minute, young man. First you run off like some teenager having a tantrum. Then you waltz back six years later like it's no big deal! Well, it is a big deal.
1: Uh, Gary, I know I made some mistakes, but I... will say. And I'm sorry... But I'm a different person now. Yeah,
2: you used to have some sense, Mom. What happened to you? You never acted like this when Dad
1: was alive. Of course not. He wouldn't have allowed it. I loved him, son. But he was a hard man. At least until the end when he...
2: Yeah, I know. Got religious. Well, I've had it up to here with this religious mumbo-jumbo.
1: Gary, you don't know what you're saying. Jesus has given me a new life. I I feel like I'm starting over, like a kid again. You're
2: not a kid. You're a 62-year-old woman. It's time you started acting your age. Grow up, Mom! You're just like your father. Mom! Wait! Gary? Hey,
0: where's Maddie going?
1: I don't know, she just ran away. Where? Oh, now,
0: oh, there it is. You got the wrong flowers, lady. Uh, What? The Harbin' Grave always gets irises. Dead of winter, still has to be irises, go figure. Well, Merry Christmas, lady.
1: Irises, huh? (laughs) Well, Philip, wrong again. Wouldn't you know I bring roses? I uh, guess it doesn't really matter now, except maybe to Gary. Oh, Gary. Oh. oh, Philip. I am so sorry. Sorry I ran out on the funeral, left without saying goodbye. I'm sorry I didn't listen when you were... Pulling that oxygen mask off trying to tell me about Jesus oh forgive me my darling I've forgiven you look at this sight you'd think they'd at least brush the snow off back in the old days you never would have put up with it even if you were dead but now you know if I could find that little nurse I would kiss her With every pill, every single day, she was telling you about Jesus. Oh, she could see you were scared. So could I. You couldn't hide that from me, Philip Harbin. It's funny. I could see that so well. Why couldn't I see it was Jesus shining through you the day you died?
4: Getting reacquainted?
1: Maury... How did you? Caroline had
4: a pretty good idea of where you might be.
1: (laughs) I hope you don't mind.
4: Oh, shh. This is a good thing you're doing. You need to say goodbye. You want I should go? I I don't want.
1: No, stay. Please. I just needed to tell him I'm sorry. And and
4: tell him you forgive him, too.
1: Now, how did you Uh, know? Ah, subtle you're not.
4: Kind of picked up he was not a teddy bear.
1: (laughs) More like a grizzly sometimes. But he was my life. And I loved him. Part of me still does. Do you mind, Maury?
4: Oh, Why should you stop loving your husband just because he's dead? Uh, I still love my Sophie.
1: You know, you're a pretty smart fella.
4: I married you, didn't I? <laughs> now you should listen to this smart guy and talk to your son. Oh, Maury, I, I don't think Maddie, I. Maddie, do... it's time you stop running away.
1: Oh.
4: You can do this. You can do all things through Yeshua. And your Maury will be right there with you. Promise? Promise. Come on. It's time to come home.
0: I gotta say, there's a lot of spiritual depth to our Las Vegas comedian, but we can take that glove off, right? He's not just a Las Vegas comedian. No,
1: no. He is a Jewish comedian.
0: Mm-hmm. He calls him Yeshua because that is the Hebrew word for what we call Jesus.
1: Yes, and it's a beautiful paradox that a Jewish comedian would know more about Messiah than all of Maddie's family.
0: Yeah, and yet, what's funny about that is, in in our day and age, um, newsflash, Jesus was Jewish. Jesus was Jewish, and guess what?
1: The early church was mostly Jewish.
0: If you think about it, Jesus didn't start his life on earth in China or Saudi Arabia, even. Certainly not France. He started among the Israelites. In fact, his mom and dad or Jewish.
1: You know, the idea of a blue-eyed, light brown hair
0: <laughs> Jesus e- with a British Jesus, <laughs>
1: Jesus, you know. The Irish Jesus did not <laughs> it's probably not a true picture of him just saying, you know.
0: No, nor is the Swedish Jesus. <laughs> the, the bottom line is God came to his own people, of course. Of course he did. the chosen people. The chosen people. And even long before there was a Mary and a Joseph, there were people like Isaiah and Daniel who were prophesying hundreds of years before Messiah about Messiah. Again, a Hebrew word, Messiah. This all originated in the Jewish faith. Our Christian faith originated in the Jewish faith. I think about Isaiah, and of course, the most famous verse from Isaiah regarding Messiah is
1: For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. Okay, but some people can't handle the truth.
0: Oh, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, okay,
1: I just, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I just had to say that.
0: A little symphonic humor for you today, uh, but uh, <laughs> but yes, that's true but that's also where God was called Emmanuel, God with us. So the table was set hundreds of years before Jesus came that there would be someone who would be a child, a son, in the line of David. All these things were all pre-set up. How so many people missed it, I don't know. But the people who didn't, who followed him as he grew and began his ministry on earth, who were his disciples and hung with him afterwards, After he died and rose again and ascended, there were still a bunch of people being converted. Who were those people?
1: Well, Jewish.
0: Primarily Jewish people.
1: You know, at Pentecost, there were thousands of Jews there when Peter said, Call on the Lord and you will be saved. Mm -hmm. And they were Jewish. Thousands of Jews found Christ that day.
0: And for some reason, and I think of another guy that you'll recognize the name of, a guy named Saul, a Jew of Jews, a Pharisee of Pharisees, in his own words, Saul was, well, God got a hold of him. God hit the smite button. Yes. (laughs) And uh, on the road to Damascus, he knocked Paul down on the ground with a show of light and a show of power of who he truly was. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Hey, Saul, what are you doing?
0: (laughs) And he says, Who are you, Lord? So he got the message right away. Well, yeah,
1: you have this blinding light and a voice coming to you from the heavens. You know, you're not thinking it's somebody you bumped into on the road. Yeah, (laughs) you know, it's.
0: uh, And so suddenly Saul became Paul. I guess he thought that sounded less Jewish. I don't know. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Saul became (laughs) Paul. But Paul, this guy who was persecuting these newfound Christians, suddenly became their champion, and he still is because he wrote roughly half of the books of the New Testament. Mm -hmm. And he was Jewish, as Jewish as they come.
1: And so now we have Mm Mori, Jewish, and he so appropriately embraces the Messiah that was sent to his people first. Mm -hmm. And now he's embraced him as his own, With a depth of understanding, because that is what the Jewish nation has always waited for.
0: Exactly. He had that Old Testament scripture in his heart and recognized it when he saw it for who it was, Jesus. Mm -hmm. So, all that to say, why would a Jewish comedian know more about the Messiah than all these uh, self-proclaimed churchgoers?
1: And I answer that with a duh. (laughs)
0: And that's our heritage. Folks, we share a heritage. Our Old Testament brothers and sisters, our Jewish friends, and our New Testament Christian friends, we share in the same notion of Messiah, of God, Emmanuel, God with us. And the glad tidings
1: of great joy that that is.
0: Exactly. Next time around, we'll hear more of those glad tidings of great joy.
1: Yes, glad tidings of great joy.
0: Because they're for all the people. Yeah. Yeah. That's according to the angel. Yes. The angel would know.
1: Yeah, you got to quote the angel right, hon. (laughs)
0: That's that's right. Angels don't like to be messed with. Don't mince (laughs) words with angels. So anyway, next time around, uh uh-oh, what's wrong? She's got that look. Um, What's the look?
1: Okay, we have a confession to make. We do? We're not Jewish. Oh, that. No, but we do have a ministry.
0: That's true, too. That
1: serves that same Messiah. What she said. And we, just like Maury, we bring laughter that brings healing.
0: Exactly. We hope that's what's been happening here as you've been listening to Guess Who's Coming for Christmas and realize that that's just a small part of the kind of content that we've put out and want to continue to put out as Playful World Ministries.
1: Well, I wrote a radio play for my Playful World.
0: Wow. Get it? That's why they call them plays, Uh, I guess,
1: Uh, on words. uh, Yeah. Okay. (laughs)
0: Anyway, uh, all that aside, back to the topic here. Focus, focus. Um, We are a ministry, and as such, we are part of ACT Artists in Christian Testimony International, and they are our 501c3 umbrella company. In other words, we are a charitable donation, and therefore, this time of year, when everyone's feeling charitable, right? Okay. Too much sales pitch? Yeah, uh, just a woman, yeah. But it is that time of year when you start looking at your year-end contributions and finding ways to uh, unload maybe some income so that Uncle Sam doesn't get it, and so you're looking for a good place to put your ministry contributions. We hope and pray that you will consider Playful World Ministries as one of those donations, or perhaps even more lovely, if you would consider becoming a monthly partner and helping us with our monthly bills, let's face it.
1: You know... We want you to join our family. I know there's a little dysfunction between the two of us, but we want you to be part of our family, be part of our playful world. Mm -hmm. And so just see what God is telling you to do. And if he's poking you in the ribs to say, you need to be with these people. They really need help. It's just... Uh...
0: <laughs> yeah, this is where we start getting pitiful. So before we, get, before we get down that road, all that to say, we'd love other input too. We'd love for you to pray for us. We'd love for you to tell others uh, if you think they would enjoy what we do, to tell them about us. And we'd love your input. Yeah. If you got a clever idea, something you would love to see uh, put into some form of entertainment... You got a cute idea or something you think we ought to try tackling? Hey, tell us about it. We're open for all kinds of ideas.
1: Yes, yes. This is a a cooperative venture. That's right. You know, they call it the body of Christ for a reason. That's true, they do. And we are kind of a cowlick in the body of Christ.
0: Exactly. And as cowlicks, it's difficult for us to be apart. We don't want to be apart from you either. So join us next time for our fifth and final episode. It's the conclusion of Guess Who's Coming for Christmas.